welcome to my mommy's podcast. This podcast is brought to you by ButcherBox, a great source of high-quality grass-fed and pastured meats. And this month, they have a spectacular deal with their breakfast bundle. If you go to butcherbox.com forward slash wellnessmama, you will save $20 on your first box. Plus, they will include two pounds of breakfast pork sausage and two packs of bacon for free. This means that you will get their bacon, which is uncured, free of sugar and nitrates, non-GMO verified, hormone-free, and made from pasture-raised, heritage-breed pigs, and Whole30 approved. You'll also get their breakfast sausage, which also is made from pasture-raised heritage breed pigs and only seasoned with salt, pepper, and sage, so no added sugar or fillers. These are both a great protein-rich way to start the day, and I personally love getting my butcher box each month and our family meal plans around it. My husband loves their steak and roast, and I personally love roasting their chicken to put on top of salads or including it in soups. And again, make sure to go to butcherbox.com forward slash wellness mama to save $20 plus get two pounds of breakfast pork sausage and two packs of bacon for free in your first box. This episode is brought to you by Branch Basics. They are one of my favorite companies because they are tackling two major problems with one simple solution. We've all heard about the problems with single-use plastic and how they are polluting the environment, how overuse of plastics is bad for us as humans. And if you've read my blog, you're also well aware of the potential pitfalls of harsh household cleaners, especially if you have kids in the house. Branch Basics helps on both of these fronts. They have the world's safest non-toxic cleaning concentrate. It is plant-based, biodegradable so it's safe for the environment, it's non-GMO, and it's not tested on animals. Since it's a concentrate, a single bottle lasts a really long time, which drastically cuts down on extra plastic bottles that you would get if you bought cleaners already pre-made. It's gentle enough to be used on skin, even on babies, but strong enough to clean floors or greasy messes, even paint stains. And I use it to make an all-purpose cleaner, to treat stains in the laundry, even as a laundry soap. Their bottles are all reusable, or you can do what I do and mix everything in reusable glass bottles instead. And when I say this is good for everything, I mean it. I carry a travel-sized foamer pump when I travel, and I use it as a hand soap instead of using nasty soaps in bathrooms. I use it as a face wash, shampoo, eye makeup remover, stain treatment, so much more. And this one little bottle just fits in my travel carry-on. I use the same concentrate at home to make practically every cleaning product that we use in our home. You may have even seen on my Instagram recently how I used their cleaning concentrate and oxygen boost together to wash my white couches naturally. And I use Branch Basics in some form pretty much every single day. You can check it out and grab some of your own by going to branchbasics.com forward slash wellnessmama. Make sure to use the code MAMA15 to save 15%. So again, that's branchbasics.com dot com forward slash wellness mama so b-r-a-n-c-h-b-a-s-i-c-s dot com forward slash wellness mama and 15% off with the code mama 15. Hello and welcome to the wellness mama podcast. 
I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com. And in this episode, I'm going to have my guest answer so many of the questions that I have gotten from you guys about alkaline water and ionized water and everything related to that. Because I am here with Ty Cabados, who left a successful financial sector job to follow his dream of helping people achieve health goals. And now for over 15 years, he has been educating the public on the benefits of water and the alkaline diet. He co-founded Alkaline Lifestyle, which is a website that incorporates alkaline water, alkaline diet, and mindfulness. And like I said, I know that so many of you have sent along questions like this, and I can't wait to tackle this today. So Ty, welcome, and thanks for being here. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. And I feel like with a bio like that, we need to start with hearing a little bit about your story and how you left this probably very lucrative job to join the health industry. Was there an impetus for that? Did you have your own health struggle, or what sparked that? Um, you know, knock on wood, I've never had any health struggles, and that's uh, something I'm always, you know, I'm very glad that I've never had anything go wrong. Um, it was more along the lines of doing something that uh, was more fulfilling and uh, helping people and believing in something rather than just pushing paper and, uh, you know, get, making money. It feels a lot better at the end of the day when you go home and you know you've done something good rather than just, uh, you know, increase people's debts and you know that it, it's just a lot more fulfilling this job is so absolutely certainly we can all we can be so grateful that we get to do work that hopefully helps many people so to start off let's define some terms because um, I feel like a lot of terms kind of get used like in place of each other or kind of bunched all together so to start off walk us through what alkaline water is what ionized water is and if they're the same or different and if so what are the differences Definitely. When I first came and started here, there was no bottled water, alkaline water on shelves. Um, over the last 15 years, the general public's understanding of the benefits of alkalinity in the body and uh, drinking alkaline water has has increased, you know, many fold. So the go to any health food store, you can go to 7-Elevens now, you can go to Target, Walmart, they'll have bottled alkaline water on the shelves which is great. I mean, if you're on the go and you're traveling and you don't have uh, any access to ionized water, that is definitely the next best thing. Um, all of the brands you're going to see except one are just mineral-rich water. So with mineral-rich water, it's great to have minerals in your, wa in your water. Uh, we've evolved uh, streams, lakes, every you know, source of water that we had had mineral content in it. So the difference being is that a lot of that water that you're going to get in the store shelves for $2.50 a liter is um, made alkaline by a, a mineral uh, injection. So when you get that many minerals in the water, it, it is good for you up to a certain point. With calcium, uh, take one uh, of the things that they use. Your body can only absorb a thousand milligrams of calcium on a daily basis. So if you're drinking three, you know, three liters a day or drinking enough alkaline water a day to hydrate you, it, you're getting over that amount. So it's not all absorbable. And after a certain uh, point, it's actually not good for your kidneys and liver to take in, say, three or four times the amount of minerals that your body can absorb. The reason why ionizers are very unique is two different things, is the hydrogen content of the water. It's molecular hydrogen that's created through the ionization process. And when you're splitting the water into acid water and alkaline water, the reason why the alkaline water is alkaline is not because of the mineral concentrate, it's because of this molecular hydrogen, which is a light hydrogen gas uh, that your body doesn't have an uptake limit on. So as much as you consume, your body can take in. 
The second thing is the antioxidant properties of the water, which um, are made by free electrons. Free electrons are created through the ionization process. They actually go into your body and those binds have free radicals and they lend that free electron to the free radical that causes cell damage, cell mutation and cellular aging. So uh, no side effects uh, that you can get from alkaline water um, other than, you know, drinking too much of it, any water you can drink too much of. But other than that, it's, it, there's no uptake limit on uh, free electrons or molecular hydrogen. So it is much more beneficial to have, of course, your you know, a system at home and then you're not having to, um, you know, go out and get bottled water. You have it for cooking around the house. There is a lot of uses for the acidic water. As far as like a natural facial toner, uh, you can wash your uh, uh, face with it. Um, also, your hair, it's a really good astringent for your face and hair. And then also watering plants around the house. They love acidic water. And then also mopping. It's great to mop with like a chemical-free kind of uh, mop for hardwood floors. I use that in my house. Works really well. That's fascinating. And to touch on a couple of points that you just made, I think that were so important. I want to highlight them. So technically, chemically speaking, you could make water alkaline by just, for instance, adding baking soda, but that wouldn't be doing the same thing in the body. And I've read entire books basically about the calcium paradox and how if you have too much calcium, which became even a dietary issue in the US when they were adding it to a lot of foods, um, you can actually throw your K2 out of balance, your fat-soluble vitamins, and actually do the opposite of what you're trying to do in strengthening your bones and actually create problems. And I think that's an important point that you made. The, the body exists as a whole and you can't just add one thing or one input without potentially messing something else up if you're just creating, like you said, alkaline water by adding something alkaline to water. I think that was a really important distinction. And my audience definitely knows my stance on plastics as well. So I'll add that to the list of potential problems with bottled water. It's just that we know, I think it's 1,500 per second that are getting put in landfills just from the US alone. So another good reason to avoid the bottles and to to make your own water at home and filter your own water. Before we go any deeper, let's go a little bit more into the physiological side of this. So when someone drinks this water that's created in the correct way, that has these components of the, the ionized water, what is that doing in the body and what are some of the benefits that we see? Some of the benefits right away are better hydration. You can actually, it's shown to hydrate you quicker. The water actually goes into your cells quicker as it has a negative charge. It has those free electrons in the, in the water. So that actually goes into your body quicker. Your body's energy production is, is uh, increased when you drink alkaline water. Um, you're also, you know, of course, blood pressure, blood sugar, cholesterol issues are helped out with um, alkaline ionized water. Um, it helps out with weight management, which is a really big thing helps out with bone density. And, and as we get older, a lot of people know, I mean, that's one of the reasons why people, when they get to their 60s and 70s, have bone, is, uh, bone issues is your body's actually bouncing off its, uh, its own pH in the blood by stealing the calcium magnesium out of your body. And so that's a, a really good thing that it helps avert uh, bone density issues. Kidney and liver function. And I can personally speak to that. When I as you know, Katie, a lot, a lot of people, especially guys, don't like to go to the doctor. My first blood panel was done when I was 40, which was two years ago. And I was very surprised to learn that my kidney function was as good as a 25 to a 28-year-old. Actually, the antioxidant properties are shown from the water to help out with your um, kidney and liver function. So that that's a really huge thing on its own. And one thing that I think is a reason why to drink alkaline water by itself 
is that the antioxidant properties in the water, the molecular hydrogen, break your blood-brain barrier, which is this barrier that's kept around our uh, brain's circulatory system to prevent um, you know, illness and such from getting to the brain. And the antioxidant properties from, say, spinach or blueberries have a hard time passing that. And the antioxidant properties in the water are actually help, uh, shown to help ROS damage, you know, basically like your cellular aging within your brain. And by the time we get 80, one out of two people has some sort of brain degradation. So that's really huge. And our brain does consume a lot of oxygen. Um, so it's like a big place for ROS damages in the brain. And the Alcomar does help prevent that. So that, that alone is like awesome uh, reason why to drink water. There's also when you're, for me at the gym, like when I go to the gym, it's uh, when I was in my younger years, I used to drink these really caffeinated, crazy pre-workout drinks. And that would help me power through my workout. And as you get older, of course, you know, those things aren't as appealing. And I drink the higher pH water. I actually drink a 10 pH water when I go to the gym and it gives me a, a little bit of a boost. So better hydration. Um, of course, acidosis is a big thing and there are, you know, many different symptoms of it. Um, acid reflux, you know, as far as uh, inflammation and that when your body's in a more alkaline state, it, it helps uh, prevent that. And that's part of the reason, as you know, most of your listeners are probably following some sort of clean diet and, uh, you know, less acid forming foods. Of course, proteins, a lot of too much meat, um, you know, alcohol is very acidic, white flour, all these things are really acid forming in the body. And that's what the one of the really neat things about alcohol water is that when people initially get on it, if they're drinking enough of it, it, it makes an immediate impact because you're, you really do feel a difference like right away with your body's adjusting alcohol level. That's interesting. And I know a, a question I get often that I'd love some clarity on from you is to do with pH in the body in different parts of the body um, and then what, where it's being impacted. Because I know from the little bit of medical background that I have that blood pH hovers right around 7.4 and that's not very variable. Like if it goes below 7.35 or higher than 7.2, you're dead. Yeah. 0.2 down your dead. Exactly. So um, when we're talking about alkalinity in the body, are there different ways to measure that or what part of the bodies are being affected? There's actually a uh, study that was done that showed it uh, affected the blood's pH in, uh, in a positive way. So it actually moved the blood pH, up, even though slightly in the 0.1, it, it still moved the blood's pH up, which is really good. And another um, thing that comes up a lot, well, if I drink alkaline water, I'm going to have my stomach acid is going to negate it. The thing is that your stomach doesn't have this big boiling pot of acid in it all the time. When you're not you're not digesting anything, you have a very small amount in, and then you know if you start drinking alkaline water, that's buffered like right away, and then it passes into your system and into your digestive tract. And there are some components in your digestive tract that are positively affected by pH, so that does help out. And that you know just like when you eat greens or anything else, those do end up affecting your body, your overall body's pH, if, you know how you eat and what you put in your body. And when we think about like if we laid everything on the table that we consume for that day or we're going to consume for that day, really a big part of it should be water. You know, you, like three liters for the average person is what you should be drinking as far as volume. So when you're getting something that's uh, really you can absorb all of it, it's a very high pH. And the pH scale is kind of tricky, too. When you say um, when I'm saying 9.5 pH water or 10 and seven is the neutral uh, point, it doesn't seem that much higher. But each point you go up on the pH scale, 
just like the uh, uh, scale of an earthquake, it, it, it's tenfold. So the seven to eight is actually 10 times the amount. Seven to 8.5 is 50 times the amount. Seven to 9.5 is 500 times the amount. And when you're drinking 10 pH water, that's a thousand times more alkaline than regular water. So having uh, something like that that you're consuming on a daily basis, um, you know, definitely will affect your body's pH. That makes sense. Um, and I know my listeners are always curious, like what studies have been done on alkaline water and specifically in the body. And I know that you mentioned that there are several studies. So can you walk us through what the literature is saying about this? Definitely. Um, there was a, a University of Pittsburgh study that uh, was the one I was telling you about uh, helping out with uh, your inflammation markers coming off your kidney and liver, uh, which showed positive improvement in that. The same study showed uh, good cholesterol went up, bad cholesterol went down. Um, there's been study on the brain health, which the antioxidant properties of the water going into your brain. There was a weight loss study that was done over two months with it was people that weighed about 250 pounds average uh, weight. And over uh, a two month span, by only drinking two liters of the alkaline water per day, they lost 12 pounds on average. Um, so that was really good. And there's also been some studies on uh, mice as well, which uh, they divided the mice into three separate groups, gave them one water was uh, the just tap water, one water was alkaline ionized water, and then one was water was off a of mineral content. And they found that the mice control group with the uh, alkaline ionized water outlived and outperformed the, uh, the other mice as far as longevity. It actually lived a year longer than the rats that drank the uh, tap water. And the reason why you see studies with rats a lot is because they have a very similar DNA makeup as us and they have a shorter lifespan. So it's easier to test stuff on them, you know, as far as, uh, you know, do a whole lifespan test as well. So, uh, yeah, really kidney function, uh, blood pressure, blood sugar, uh, antioxidants going into the brain, kidney health, liver health, bone health, uh, the weight management, and really just getting antioxidants to all parts of your body and really having no side effects. So it's very, very impactful sports performance as well. Um, fatigue, um, your, your body's energy levels are spurned. Your body's ATP levels are, are spurned by the alkaline water and the, uh, the hydrogen within it. And there's a lot of studies coming out on molecular hydrogen, and that's what our models are made to produce is this molecular hydrogen that goes into your body and uh, your body's able to uptake as much as you put in. Yeah, I've definitely seen all of the literature coming out right now about molecular hydrogen. And just to make sure I fully understand the difference you explained between just water that's been alkalized by adding minerals that affect the pH and this process that actually changes the water to be alkaline and ionized. So I'm curious, um, for instance, I've consumed lemon water in the morning as part of my morning routine for a really long time. And I was curious, I would think if you were just having an alkaline water that was created with minerals and then you added lemon juice, you'd pretty much acid base, you'd equal it out. But you mentioned with the alkaline ionized water, it can cross, it can help cross the blood-brain barrier and has other benefits. So I'm curious, just for my own knowledge, is it could I add lemon water to alkalized ionized water without canceling out the benefits? Well, yeah, that, that's a good thing about um, having your machine at home. You can actually pour a higher level of water to kind of cancel out the acidity from uh, the lemon. So that's uh, you can do up to a 11 to a 12 pH water with our machines. That you'd be able to do that with. I would probably recommend about a 10 pH for your lemon water in the morning. For me, I drink 10 pH in the morning. I drink about a liter first thing when I get up. I've been fasting uh, since uh, the start of 2018, so I usually try to get 
uh, liter to a liter and a half before uh, noon when I start eating. So yeah, that's uh, you can definitely do that. And that's why they have higher settings on it as well. Got it. And then just to circle back to another point you made about the stomach acid, because that's, I think, one of the most common questions I get. And especially people with any kind of reflux or indigestion or heartburn, there's such conflicting advice on, is it too much stomach acid? Is it too little stomach acid? Do they need HCL and more acid or do they need acid blockers? Um, so just to make sure for people that that segment of the, the listeners, there aren't any concerns as far as it affecting either direction as far as their stomach acid if they're dealing with one of those conditions? Yeah, that, no, there's, there's studies to back up that it does uh, completely help. And I've had very, very good reactions when people have had acid reflux and GERD uh, that go on alkaline water. It's, it's the Tums effect of the water uh, where it just pretty much cancels out the acidity that's in their body. And not just that, that's a symptom, as we know, like things that come up like acid reflux are kind of a symptom of your body being overly acidic. So it's systematic would, would definitely help out with that. Got it. And then the other question that comes up, I think regardless of anything I talk about is any specific cautions, protocols, et cetera, for people who are pregnant, nursing, or for children, can they use this type of water and do they need to know anything different? Very good question. So nursing, uh, we do not uh, advise drinking high alkaline water at all, probably just the neutral water as it does cause cellular detoxification and you wouldn't want that when you're breastfeeding. Kids three and under, typically, unless kids have health problems, they're pretty you know healthy and their pH levels are in check when they're you know when they're young. Um, three and above, they can drink an 8.5 pH water to about 13. And then they can start drinking the 9.5 after that. 8.5 pH water, it just like if they were to drink mineral water, it is, is completely fine three and above. And if you're making baby formula, that machine does have a uh, purified setting on it. So you can make purified water out of it as well. Got it. That's really good to know. Okay. So I want to go a little deeper on the science of the machine specifically, because you mentioned in nature, for instance, um, we would have come across alkaline water sources from rivers and lakes, and I would guess the minerals and rocks and just the the components of the water. And it sounds like when it's created in our homes with this filter, it's a different process. So can you walk us through how it's created? And then are we still getting the same benefits that we would get from, for instance, natural spring water? Definitely. There's, uh, I believe, three places in the world that have really, really high alkaline water. One's the Huns in the Himalayan mountains. There's Lourdes in France. Uh, and then there's Okinawa in Japan. And those places, then there's a study done that uh, people that live in very mineral-rich uh, places as far as the water streams uh, have uh, better longevity. So those uh, minerals that are in pretty much every, especially in the United States, there's not a lot of places that don't have minerals in the water. And actually, the, if you look at, there's a map you can look up online as far as the hard water areas in the United States, and it's pretty much everywhere has above average mineral content. So those are, uh, with our filter system, we don't strip out everything in the water. Uh, you're not getting reverse osmosis water, which is a very small membrane that would uh, take everything out of the water, but we're having a filtration media that would leave some of that in. And then uh, from mineral water, it is, once again, it is good. Mineral water, there's nothing wrong with it at all, but the process of uh, what you're doing with ionizers is you're passing the water over these platinum plates that are inside the machine. And what the reason why we use platinum, it's a very good conductor of electricity, especially in water. And it's a noble metal that has a very high melting point 
of over 2000 degrees. So the plates won't erode. So it, water passes over these platinum plates, the electric current goes into the water. And then just like with a battery, a positive and a negative side of the plate, uh, the different kind of water is gonna pass on each side. The negatively charged side is gonna pass the um, hydrogen rich, alkaline and the oxygen rich water. And then the positive side of the plate is gonna pass your acidic oxidative water. So what we do is we just keep repeating that process of running the water over these platinum plates. And then uh, at the end, you have a very absorbable form of hydrogen rich, uh, antioxidant rich alkaline water. Both are good, but definitely you're gonna get uh, a lot more benefit from uh, water that's done with electrolysis and ionizing it because there's nothing added that your body can absorb. Gotcha. And you mentioned that hydrogen is a gas. So how long does the hydrogen stay in the water? Do we need to drink it within a certain amount of time or like will it eventually evaporate from the water? Yeah, it will definitely. Um, and it is, it is not, you know, it's not the most stable thing in the world. That's why there's, there's one, uh, form of volatile water you can get. It's called Essentia. And that's my go-to if I, you know, I'm on a, a vacation or I can't, you know, get alkaline water. Essentia is actually alkaline water that's ionized and they do use BPA free bottles. But the, um, we've tested it and it's followed at 9.5, but you end up with, a, you know, out of APH. And a lot of the bottled alkaline waters have been tested and the pH levels on them are, are really varied. So from like seven and a half pH to, you know, higher than what's on the bottle as well. Good to know. And I know another area that my audience is pretty well educated on, and then I'd love to get your take on is fluoride in water. I'm assuming that the system removes fluoride, but I'm curious, can you speak to fluoride at all? And is there any impact of that? Yeah. So the one of the things we do as a service when you um, look into an ionizer with us is we look up your city's water quality report on two different uh, sites. We look on the city's website, which you can always go to your local city's website and uh, they should have a search bar on there and you can look for your water report. And then there's another place called EWG.org, which is a environmental working group, EWG.org backslash tap water. And they have a, a, I would say, a more complete database, and they do tests for a bit more chemicals and such than your um, than your city government does. So you're going to be able to, we're going to be able to see as far as fluoride levels, chromium hexavalent six, which everybody remembers the Aaron Brockovich movie about the lawyer that did a class action lawsuit about them letting this chromium hexavalent six in the water, chlorine levels whether they're using uh, chloramines, which is ammonia and chlorine and chlorine uh, together. Uh, we're gonna be able to see if there's things like atrazine and benzene in the water that are industrial solvents and pretty much get a clear picture of what's in the water. And then fluoride itself is, it's not something we should be ingesting. It's, it's, there's an argument of course on whether it's okay in toothpaste that you're not ingesting, but I always point people to the side of the toothpaste. Um, if you get like pressed or something, it says right on the side, if swallowed, call, uh, you know, call poison control because it's, you know, it's toxic for the body. It's shown to lower IQ in children. Uh, it's shown to cause ADHD, um, messes with your thyroid as well. You know, fatigue can happen from that. Cold intolerance, constipation. There's a bunch of different things that can happen with you know, your body having too much fluoride in it. And it's a heavy metal. And the really interesting thing is back in the 20s, there was this was an aluminum manufacturing company called Alcoa. 
and they had the scientists that uh, they hired to do a study on fluoride and uh, you know the effect of it on te people's teeth. And before that, they actually had to pay to um, get rid of the fluoride. Now, after the study came out, they were selling it to the um, to the to the uh, cities to put in the water. And we're and the, you look across Europe, and they they don't have fluoride. Canada and like 90 plus percent of the cities don't use fluoride. And in the U.S., it's about 60 plus percent. And there's been some big fights. Like I've seen, I have Google News alerts and I, and I have it set for fluoride and other things. And I've seen where count, towns have pretty much gone, you know, gone after the city uh, for putting the fluoride in the water. So we definitely always look for fluoride when we uh, make our filter systems. Um, if you want fluoride, great. Have it in your toothpaste kind of thing, but definitely shouldn't be in the water. Um, you shouldn't be ingesting it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. The analogy I use with people on that is that the limited data that shows it may have some benefit it is applied topically to the teeth. And there is no data showing that if you drink it, it's going to improve. So it would be akin to you cut yourself so you're going to eat Band-Aids. It doesn't confer the same benefit at all if you ingest it. And we put it this in our water supply. I know many listeners are very frustrated that this is something that we have to actively work hard and spend money to opt out of when it was something that was added to our water without our consent a lot of times. And yeah, it's really striking to me that the majority of our water supply has this added. Um, hopefully something we'll see changes on in the future. This podcast is brought to you by ButcherBox, a great source of high-quality grass-fed and pastured meats. And this month, they have a spectacular deal with their breakfast bundle. If you go to butcherbox.com forward slash wellnessmama, you will save $20 on your first box. Plus, they will include two pounds of breakfast pork sausage and two packs of bacon for free. This means that you will get their bacon, which is uncured, free of sugar and nitrates, non-GMO verified, hormone-free, and made from pasture-raised, heritage-breed pigs, and Whole30 approved. You'll also get their breakfast sausage, which also is made from pasture-raised, heritage-breed pigs, and only seasoned with salt, pepper, and sage, so no added sugar or fillers. These are both a great protein-rich way to start the day, and I personally love getting my butcher box each month and our family meal plans around it. My husband loves their steak and roast, and I personally love roasting their chicken to put on top of salads or including it in soups. And again, make sure to go to butcherbox.com forward slash wellnessmama to save $20 plus get two pounds of breakfast pork sausage and two packs of bacon for free in your first box. This episode is brought to you by Branch Basics. They're one of my favorite companies because they are tackling two major problems with one simple solution. We've all heard about the problems with single-use plastic and how they are polluting the environment, how overuse of plastics is bad for us as humans. And if you've read my blog, you're also well aware of the potential pitfalls of harsh household cleaners, especially if you have kids in the house. Branch Basics helps on both of these fronts. They have the world's safest non-toxic cleaning concentrate. It is plant-based, biodegradable, so it's safe for the environment, it's non-GMO, and it's not tested on animals. Since it's a concentrate, 
a single bottle lasts a really long time, which drastically cuts down on extra plastic bottles that you would get if you bought cleaners already pre-made. It's gentle enough to be used on skin, even on babies, but strong enough to clean floors or greasy messes, even paint stains. And I use it to make an all-purpose cleaner, to treat stains in the laundry, even as a laundry soap. Their bottles are all reusable, or you can do what I do and mix everything in reusable glass bottles instead. And when I say this is good for everything, I mean it. I carry a travel size foamer pump when I travel, and I use it as a hand soap instead of using nasty soaps in bathrooms. I use it as a face wash, shampoo, eye makeup remover, stain treatment, so much more. And this one little bottle just fits in my travel carry-on. I use the same concentrate at home to make practically every cleaning product that we use in our home. You may have even seen on my Instagram recently how I used their cleaning concentrate and oxygen boost together to wash my white couches naturally. And I use Branch Basics in some form pretty much every single day. You can check it out and grab some of your own by going to branchbasics.com forward slash wellness mama. Make sure to use the code mama15 to save 15%. So again, that's Branch Basics dot com forward slash wellness mama so b-r-a-n-c-h-b-a-s-i-c-s dot com forward slash wellness mama and 15% off with the code mama15. So are there any contraindications with alkaline and ionized water? You mentioned, you know, kids don't really need it and you don't want to detox while breastfeeding. But other than that, are there any conditions or contraindications that people need to know about? No, I mean, there's, it's, it's just why it's just hydrogenated water at the end. So there's, you know, just don't drink it with food. I wait, it depends on the size, your size, your meal. Like if you eat uh, Thanksgiving dinner, that's going to take, you know, an hour and a half to two hours, probably to pass your gut. You know, when you have like a uh, small lunch, that's probably going to take, you know, 45 minutes or an hour to get past uh, your stomach. But right before you eat, you can start using it. You know, that's fine. It's just as long as you're not using it with food. And from my understanding, from talking to people that are done a lot more research like yourself and other people that you're supposed to eat mineral or drink mineral, uh, minimal fluids when you eat anyway, to let your stomach acid kind of do the work and fully digest everything. But other than that, there's really, there's really no dangers of drinking water. Yeah, I definitely have seen that uh, the data seems to support, like you said, not drinking a lot of fluids in general of any kind while you're eating and letting your stomach acid do its work while you're consuming food like it's supposed to. And if anything, like your tip of drinking a lot of water first thing in the morning seems to be really backed by evidence because overnight they say we can lose up to a liter of water just in exhaling while we're sleeping or sweat or various other processes. So we kind of actually wake up a little bit mildly dehydrated, but I've also seen a lot of data that many Americans especially are sort of chronically dehydrated because of not consuming enough water or not balancing that correctly with how many diuretic type things we're consuming, like coffee and tea and wine. Yeah. And I, and I, I was guilty when I was a young man and I came to work here, I drank maybe a liter of water a day and I drank like Powerade and just sports drinks and um, all that. And you don't realize that you're dehydrated a lot of time and you're, and when you're dehydrated, sometimes your thirst mechanism will tell you you're hungry too. So that's, that's probably part of the reason I think that, you know, when you're properly hydrated, you'll you'll eat less because your body's not telling you, you know, you wouldn't uh, confuse that for being hungry as well. So that's a big thing. And I know for me, like my body's trained at this point to when I get up immediately, first thing I'm looking for is, is to drink some water and, and definitely, definitely makes a big difference when you drink that water in the first thing in the morning to get your, get your day started, really. 
Is there any data um, specifically on alkaline or ionized water and helping with dehydration? Because I've seen a couple things or a couple sources that mention that. But if so, can you explain that mechanism? Yeah, yeah. It actually, uh, as it is, uh, the antioxidant properties in the water actually let the water into your cells quicker. So that it's proven to actually help uh, get the water into your body quicker. And we've, I was actually lucky enough to go to high school with a gentleman. His name is Barry Zito. He um, was a star pitcher at the University of Southern California. And then he went on to pitch for the Oakland A's and a lot of accolades, um, Cy Young Award winner, world champion. And he was one of the first people I called when I, um, when I started doing this. I said, hey, Barry, because he's, he's the type of person that would get macrobiotic meals that are exactly made for his body's makeup, very into his health. And I had him try out one of these. He loved it. He absolutely loved it. And he's the reason why we have um, we've been used by the San Francisco Giants, uh, the Colorado Rockies. um, Let's see, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, use our systems in their locker room. Uh, The Atlanta Falcons use us. University of Connecticut, University of Alabama is sports performance and hydrating these athletes quicker. So that was really, that's one thing that's kind of a neat thing, especially if you're really healthy and you're active and you cycle or you go to the gym and you, you know, play basketball or whatever the sport is, it definitely does uh, help you hydrate quicker. That makes sense. And then also the things you've talked about with the hydrogen, it would seem like it also has a reduction of inflammation component, which probably is helpful post-workout. Does it act on inflammation or lactic acid at all? It does help with lactic acid. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a big thing that helps cancel out is the lactic acid. So that's it's a really good thing to have when you go to the gym, pre and post for sure. Okay. So on a really practical level, um, for anybody listening who maybe especially we've talked about fluoride and the water filtration aspect alone, um, knows that this is something that they need to address in their own life and in their own home. Can you walk us through the practical aspects of figuring out what kind of system like this you would actually need and how it can be installed, how difficult that process is? So with the filtration, we take care of the water ports. We take care of recommending the right filtering for you. Even if you're on well water that has uh, sulfur and nitrates in it, we have a solution for that. So the filtering is all taken care of by us. Uh, Countertop systems that we sell are pretty easy to install. It's screwing a little diverter valve over the end of your faucet that you, when you close this valve, water goes into this tubing that goes into the ionizer that's on your countertop. Uh, we have really nice looking under the cabinet systems that mount underneath your counter to your cold water. And then they have their own separate uh, faucet for controlling your ionizer and getting all the water out of that has two spigots, one for uh, your alkaline water on top and then one on the acid water on bottom. Uh, we have a generous amount of models. We have six different countertop models, five under the cabinet models that have various strengths and performances. Uh, most of them have full lifetime warranties and uh, want people to have it as like a one-time purchase and then you're good and you're taken care of. Is there a lot of upkeep on the system? Like do you have to change out filters all the time or like is it pretty low-key once it's installed? Yeah, um, you do have to change filters. The good thing because we do use a minimum of four filters on the ionizer, um, it's about every 12 months for the average family are 1,500 gallons, whichever comes first. So a typical family, that'll last about a year and you have to do the filter changes every year. Uh, we don't use any kind of mineral buffers or like additives to make the water. So you don't have to worry about adding any of that. Um, so they're pretty maintenance free and they do have UV lights. So you don't get you know mold or bacteria buildup inside, uh, which is good. Yeah, so 
be pretty maintenance free. Got it. And I will say from personal experience, um, we installed one of the counter under counter models and I was super proud. I actually figured out how to drill through my granite and put a spigot in, but it wasn't that difficult. That was definitely the hardest part was figuring out how to drill a hole. Um, beyond that, it's pretty like plug and play. You just connect the pieces and there's a chart and it's pretty easy. You score way above the handiness skill that I, I would not even attempt that. So that's I that's awesome. <laughs> I should probably add that disclaimer. Do not try this at home. Do not drill through your granite. <laughs> that's awesome. So any other things people need to know when it comes to alkaline water or specifically if they want to put one in their own home? They're not really too hard to operate. There's not a lot of settings on them. You don't have to um, constantly uh, mess with them. It's kind of like once they're installed, you just have to change your filters out. It's going to be... A, Biggest thing you put in your body really on a daily basis, you're going to be putting water and you'll have good water for not only drinking, but cooking. You'll have clean alkaline water for cooking, which you can, it's really cool. You can use the high setting on it and you can take off if you soak like tomatoes or produce, even organic produce has pesticides on it and a lot of them are oil-based and they just come off with the high alkaline water. So you can wash your produce off in it has a bunch of different uses around the house, but really the reason why you get it is for the best drinking water, but there is other things that uh, you can use it for and you'll fall in love with it. There's a very cult-like following around these uh, people that use them, like rave about them, and there's a reason because they work well. And I'll make sure the link to all the different ones, the options are in the show notes at wellnessmama.fm. So if you guys are driving, you can check it out there. Um, Don't worry about writing down a link now. And also when this airs, I will make sure we post them on Instagram with a swipe up so you guys can find them directly. Um, but yeah, I think, and I loved your tip about using the acidic version of the water or the, I guess, deionized water for plants and for mopping and for other uses around the house. So it doesn't have to go to waste as well. That's a great tip. I didn't know. Yeah. You can even clean off your countertops with the low acid water, uh, you know, rather than using bleach. And because a lot of those, I mean, there's a lot of sources of VOCs in the house, like, you know, chlorine gas and cleaning agents and all these things that we end up breathing in and, you know, aren't the best for us. So any kind of way you can lower the chemicals that you use in your house is definitely really good for your health. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent with you on that one. And towards the end of episodes, there's a couple questions I love to ask and I'd love to hear your answers to the first being if there is a book or books that have really influenced your life. And if so, what are they? Um, the one I came from a, uh, a household where I had, um, uh, I would say hippie parents. And as much as you don't want to be like your parents when you're growing up, uh, you end up kind of, you know, resembling them in some way, shape or form. So my dad gave me the four agreements, uh, back when I was, uh, in my early thirties and I really loved the book and I adapted some of the things and try to follow the four agreements and to really not stress out as much in life because it's really, you know, once you, you, when you're younger, you don't, you think it's going to last forever, but then you start getting, you're like, Oh wow, I'm 40 now and you're not going to live forever. And to kind of just take it easy and not take anything personal and don't get upset. (laughs) That's, that's the biggest thing I've taken away from, four agreements. And it's a book I recommend to everybody. And I've definitely given it out numerous times as Christmas presents and birthday presents. I love that book as well. Definitely. It's an easy, short read, but very, very impactful. And lastly, if there's a piece of advice that you could spread far and wide, what would it be and why? It doesn't have to be necessarily related to alkaline water at all, but just life advice that you'd love to pass on. Take care of yourself. Uh, Take care of yourself. Take care of the people that are around you. 
take, you know, take steps. So 10 years from now, 20 years from now, uh, you know, you want to walk upright into your, um, into your golden years rather than with a cane kind of thing. And don't think your body's bulletproof. Um, take care of it. We get one and that's, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Ty, this has been such a fun episode. I've learned a lot and I appreciate your time and for teaching us today. Thank you so much for having me on and I appreciate your time, Katie. Thank you. And thanks to all of you for listening and for sharing your most valuable asset of your time with us today. We don't take that lightly. We're grateful for you. And I hope that you will join me again on the next episode of the Wellness Mama podcast. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time and thanks as always for listening.